Welcome to my Full Life and Faith Leaps podcast with me, Tiffany Jo Baker, where we help you experience God's power and rest in your purpose and progress as you move forward step-by-step in all the things God has called and created you to do at home and around the world. Hello, y'all, and welcome back to my Full Life and Faith Leaps. We are coming in with part two of dealing with darkness when there is a hell hold on your life. And if you missed last week, you could listen to this one, but go back because we are sharing the story, the healing journey, the almost surprising it's true story of TJ Henderson's life and what Jesus has done in it. TJ, thank you so much for coming back and doing Mm -hmm. part two. I'm excited to be here, Tiffany. Well, um, you'll hear all about how God connected TJ and I a few years ago on at episodes where I won't re-go into that, but I do just want to read uh, more about TJ so you know a little more about who she is and what she does because we kind of just jumped right into her story last mm-hmm. week. Um, she's a wife, mom, author, teacher, and seeker of truth. Her and her husband, Mike, and they're just adorable. They steward <laughs> land, cattle, and horses. They've been entrepreneurs mm-hmm. in the agricultural world and called into agency work for the kingdom of Jesus Christ, a work that was born out of TJ's journey to freedom from human trafficking, satanic ritual abuse, and mental and emotional programming. And we just scratched the surface of that healing journey and that story, uh, your story, true life, real life story of you dealing with the darkness that had taken hold of you. And you kind of came to this place in your life where Jesus showed up and kind of tapped and said, hey, sweet daughter of mine. I have something more for you. And with him went through this journey of healing. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about that today. But for those who are listening, uh, the scripture I mentioned in, in episode one was John 10, 10. The thief has come to steal, to kill and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it to the full, the full life that I love to talk about here on this podcast. And so Satan is the enemy of our souls. Satan, his purpose is to steal, to kill and destroy. So if you're listening to this and I know TJ, people might be listening or they listen to the part one and they're like, I think that might be me, but I don't know. I think there's stuff in my past, but I don't know. I think there's something in my generational line that I need to deal with so that my children and my children's children don't have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. I think that there's something going on in in my mental health that's not just physical, that there's also a spiritual component that that needs to be dealt with. Mm -hmm. What are some some other indicators or what are some ways that people or things people might not be, they might be experiencing that could indicate that they're dealing with something demonic or they're Mm -hmm. dealing with an attack from Satan who's trying Mm -hmm. to steal, kill and destroy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, those are, 
you and I have talked that those are deep waters that I've had to go into deeper than we can go in just this yeah. a little bit of time. But from my own testimony, I knew that I knew the farther I got down the road in my, in my walk with Jesus, I didn't grow up in church is very much the opposite. Had a deep, deep desire to know Jesus because mm. there was just such a desperate cry in my heart mm. to, to be well, to be whole. And there were things hidden from my memory mm. that were causing that desperation within me. So my own testimony of beginning to recognize that there's a there's a darkness here in my life that Christian counseling isn't helping mm -hmm. that meditating on God's word isn't helping mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. you know doing all the things of yep. of going to church and worshiping God in fact I was I was getting worse mm. and so that was affecting my mental health too of mm -hmm okay, if everybody else is doing this and their life seems great and they are in love with Jesus and they look full of life and joy and it's not working for me, mm -hmm. what, what am I doing wrong? Mm. And Jesus in his mercy and his grace just little by little began to show me that the reoccurring physical health problems, mm. Mm -hmm. um, the the dreams I was having that made absolutely no sense that were reoccurring. Um, the waking up in the morning crying mm. and not knowing why I was crying. Mm. None of those things were getting better. In mm. fact, they were, they were getting, they were getting worse. Mm. And there were different spiritual mental afflictions. I was, I was having um, of anxiety, fear, uh, isolation, um, disruption in my marriage mm -hmm. where I'm like, Jesus, I don't know what these strong feelings are inside of me. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it feels like it all has to do with Mike, my husband, but I, I, I can't mm -hmm. sort it out. I can't, I don't know where these strong feelings are, are coming from. And I can tell you without God's divine intervention, when he did, uh, we would not still be married mm. 33 mm -hmm. years later. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think that's such a, a, a powerful point that you made is having strong feelings that you don't know where they came from yeah. triggers that you don't know where that came yeah. from mm -hmm. feeling like you've experienced this before but you haven't, and you're not sure where that came from those mm -hmm. kind of things. And, and you also mentioned you were doing all the right things, all the mm -hmm. things going to church and praying and, uh, you know, declaring and seeing a Christian mm -hmm. counselor and, but getting worse instead yeah. of better. Mm -hmm. Those are very clear and practical indicators mm -hmm. that there's something else involved. You know, we're made spirit, soul, and body. Mm -hmm. And it's this very complex, beautiful, mm -hmm. I can't describe it. I don't have the words for it, yeah. but mm -hmm. we can't not look at any part of us because right. it's so, it's so entwined and it's so together. Mm -hmm. And, and when we are on a healing journey and like you said, mm -hmm. physical stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And you go to the doctors and you don't get answers and you get worse. Mm-hmm. They don't know. And you realize mm-hmm. eventually you get to this place where like something more has to be here. Right. We, yes. We're missing something. I was mm-hmm. just talking to a friend and she went to a training and, and she realized she doesn't really have memories before the age of 12. Mm-hmm. You know, those, those childhood traumas and uh what can come out of them and how satan attaches to them and attaches Mm -hmm. lies and core lies and assignments on them Mm -hmm. um it's a very very real real thing and more people are dealing with this than know they're dealing with this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so somebody's listening and they're like wow I can hear parts of my story in her story and in her experience. Mm -hmm. What would you say to them? What, what were some Mm -hmm. of the keys to your journey for your healing um, that you could offer um, maybe advice or pointing people to, to help them get free and get Mm -hmm. whole as well? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, The story coming to me is the story that was just the chosen the show the chosen (laughs) just did an an episode on which is the the woman with the bleeding issue Mm -hmm. and in so many ways i relate to her Mm -hmm. you know she had spent all her money and her time and she had no answers Mm -hmm. she she was still in a very desperate place Mm -hmm. um and it was only Jesus. Yeah. Jesus was the only one that could, that could heal her. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the place I was in. Mm-hmm. There was there was so much desperation that it it was Jesus. You ha- he is the only one that knows us individually. Mm-hmm. That he knows our stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I went through the the long season, like 10 years of Christian counselors. And then I moved up to Christian psychologists, uh, well-known ones, and then demonic deliverance. Jesus made super clear, like I mentioned in Mark 5, that mm-hmm. that was a, a step I had to take. Went through that process and um, was better for two months. Mm-hmm. And then the falling apart really, really happened. Mm. And I've been in such desperate places of Jesus. You were the only one that can help me. Yeah. Now what do I do? And and I can tell you, Jesus does show up mm. in those, those, those desperate places. And so I, I would have those episodes of being on the floor rolled up Mm. in a fetal position and not able to move for hours Mm. and just just sob Mm. and have no idea why I was why I was sobbing Mm. and so you know my story is is extreme Mm -hmm. Um, there are more stories out there like mine than people realize yes Um, so so then after I'd seen all those people considered specialists from one end of the United States to the other. I had to step into the waters of 
there are fragments of my mind, mm -hmm. smaller states of me that hold stories mm. that are going to have to be told. Mm. I just went um, to a training uh, to help learn more about inner healing and deliverance. And, and we were talking about um, our soul and <clears throat> our minds and, and our hearts. Mm -hmm. And, and I also, my education is in counseling. And so I have a master's degree in counseling and I had learned about multiple personality disorder, right? It's in the DSM four back in the day when I, I don't know where we're up to now, but um, and, and, and now called disassociative identity disorder, DID mm -hmm. and in this training, um, the, the facilitator was talking about DID because a lot of people who are going through inner healing and deliverance find that they have parts of them that are disassociated, have disassociated, that they're right. experiencing DID, whether that's internal or external. And and he was like, this is not a disorder. This is, yeah, he said, it's not a disorder. Mm -hmm. He said it was God's plan B for mm -hmm. how to deal for our soul to be able to deal with situations beyond our coping abilities. That's so good. Mm -hmm. And so, especially when we're children and he said, especially before the age of seven is what he mm -hmm. he's experienced. When you mm -hmm. go through these traumatic times, you don't have those coping skills as a, as a child, or even right. if, as an adult, whichever, but most people when it's, they're younger is their original first split. Mm -hmm. And so the soul is able to, to split, to disassociate in order mm -hmm. to cope in order to deal. And they can take on different personas, mm -hmm. different personalities and like you said, hide that story. So it's compartmentalized. Yeah. So you don't have to feel it all the time. You don't mm -hmm. have to deal with it all the time. Mm -hmm. And that that was actually out of God's grace and goodness is to allow mm -hmm. us to be able to do that. But his yeah. plan A was mm -hmm. always for us to be whole. Mm -hmm. And so when we get to that place where we can integrate and those, those parts of us can be healed mm -hmm. and know Jesus and get whole and become whole again. Mm -hmm. It's, it's what more people need than, than they realize. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of those, those, um, am, amnesiac, amnesiac, I don't know how to say mm -hmm. that word. Amnesic walls. Yeah. Yes. Those, mm -hmm. those times where you don't remember. Yeah chunks of your childhood or even before the age of, of something mm -hmm. that could be because of these coping mechanisms and because it was just too great to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, there's mm -hmm. so much more I could say mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. that, but you know, even better, even better than me about how, how God just wants to heal every part of us, those yeah. parts that get like, triggered, those parts that have been coping unhealthily those parts that of us um that are still kids mm -hmm. and the parts of us that um that have stories yeah. and those parts of us that we still like have those dreams about yeah 
Um, anything that you would like to say about all of that that I did? <laughs> just said? I know you probably could say so much. Uh, I I could, I could. There's there's so much of my own personal testimony in that, and I was so afraid to step into those waters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love what you said about that. It is not a disorder. It is God's given way Mm -hmm. to deal with extreme trauma. Yeah. And my, my case was extreme. Mm -hmm. Um, There's just, there's just no way a child can cope with such a deep darkness. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, and there's, everybody's stories are so different, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's just not one formula. Yeah. You know, there is no man on earth that has one formula that can address everybody's story. So true. Mm -hmm. And Jesus, he showed us that so much. And, you know, I think of the woman at the well and he sat with her Mm. and he named her story. Mm. And so many times I'm like, Jesus, you could just you could heal this deep darkness within me. You could shut these doors that the enemy keeps kicking down because, because he has legal right to, and I do talk about that in the book, mm-hmm. the spiritual legalities. And as time went on, I just began to see that Jesus cares about the truth of our stories mm-hmm. and he wants our stories to be known, mm-hmm. not only to us so we can be free, but to be a, a testimony mm-hmm. um, to to the world of how he sees, how he knows, how he wants to heal and restore and redeem. Mm-hmm. So you've written a book called Becoming Untethered. Mm-hmm. And it's it's your part of your healing journey from mm-hmm. this extreme trauma, from this dealing with yeah. darkness, mm-hmm. from all the attacks of Satan mm-hmm. and, and how Jesus has been getting you freer and freer and wholer and wholer mm-hmm. and, um, has done miracle after miracle. True. But like you said, your story is extreme and it's different than anybody else's. Cause we all have different stories but there are some principles that God uses mm-hmm. through, mm-hmm. through, um, these kind of waters. Yeah. So do you want to tell us just a little bit about your book and, and what mm-hmm. are you hoping people will get out of it? Mm-hmm. Well, chapters one through four are, start, of course, it starts out with the phone call, you know, <laughs> to, to start out with God and end with God. And that's yeah. how the, how the book is laid out. But one through four is more my my personal testimony, my story, my very long, complicated journey of finding all the freedom I needed mm. and how God showed me that step by step. Mm. And then the rest of the book, five through uh, 10, is what I learned in that process mm-hmm. and the journey I had to take. So I just, I wanted a clear clear direction for people to be able to follow mm-hmm. of no matter the depth of darkness mm-hmm. you have faced that this is the way you may have to walk through mm-hmm. your story to get free mm-hmm. 
And, you know, of course, one of those pieces we've already talked about is, is deliverance and, and inner healing to begin to name the pieces of your story and to begin to find those pieces you don't know mm. and name those pieces and those stories. And then you step into spiritual legalities of, okay, if Jesus paid the price for all mm -hmm. my sin, why do I have to deal with spiritual legalities? Mm. And that's a deep conversation too. Mm -hmm. It takes you back to, to sin and transgression and iniquity. Some of us have so much iniquity in our bloodline from being our, our, those before us, the generations before us being involved in satanic ritual abuse, mm -hmm. um, the Masonic, the Masons, mm -hmm. um, even the Mormons. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, there's so many religions out there and things that have put spiritual tethers on our life yeah. and for the generations to come. Uh, so dealing with those, the courts of heaven and why I had to learn about the courts of heaven mm. and the course of heaven has become a beautiful place mm. um, that God has allowed me to understand to be able to walk in on behalf of mm. others for for them to get free as well and then it it's really a call to the church and then a call to spiritual leaders and to the young generation of know the truth yeah you have to know the truth you have to know the truth of what god says the truth of your story and the truth of, of how you're going to get free. And don't be afraid to name the truth. Mm. If you see your family going to church week to week, Sunday to Sunday, and living like hell in between, mm -hmm. um, somebody's got to stop and name it. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so good. And so, y'all, if you, I'll make sure to put in the show notes uh, the information for mm -hmm. TJ's book. It's on Amazon. Um but especially, I know you feel especially a strong call to work with and to uh, help and train and consult with uh, pastors and spiritual leaders mm -hmm. and those who are leading others. Mm -hmm. So y'all, if you are in that position, if you are a pastor, if you are a ministry leader and you're like, I need this and my people need this. Mm -hmm. Are a lot of churches are so uh, ignorant mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. what's happening. And it's so easy to stay in our little bubble of what we think church is and are, and um, just maintaining a comfortable chaos. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and, and Satan's like, yeah, good. Mm -hmm. Stay there. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. stay there. Is it, is it Hosea that says, my people perish for lack of knowledge? Yes. And especially in this day and age, mm -hmm. y'all, if you're on social media, you see the darkness that is being yeah. exposed, the things that are yeah. coming out that the media is finally starting to show. Yeah. And there's so much more involved. And TJ has lived a lot of that. And that's what mm -hmm. her story is about. And so y'all, such a time as this is for mm -hmm. us to get enlightened, for us to get some knowledge, for us to 
mm-hmm. get to know the source of who, where we need to go for the answers, which like you mm-hmm. said, is, is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And is, if he's done it for TJ, he can do it for you. He is mm-hmm. no respecter of persons. Mm-hmm. You don't need a degree. You mm-hmm. don't need a certain, <laughs> a silver spoon. You don't need to be born mm-hmm. with a silver spoon in your mouth. You don't even need to live where there's in the middle of a city. TJ lives in the middle of a cattle ranch. I do. And I have no college degree, just saying. <laughs> and y'all, if you would just mm-hmm. wait to read this book. And if you would just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just phenomenal. Thank you. Uh, well, uh, TJ, you know, we could talk forever. Uh-huh. And I would love to talk forever. <laughs> Um, but I just personally want to say just thank you. Mm. And I will get emotional. Mm. But just thank you. Just for mm. for just what you've done personally for my family, mm. for people who are close to me that I know that you've walked with, mm. um, for doing the hard work mm. for you and your family and the generations to come. And then for, for doing this book and, and, and writing it out and getting it out there, because I know you've dealt with spiritual warfare to get this truth out. And so, um, just thank you on behalf Mm. of of so many, many for Mm. your, your husband, Mike and and your children who are in this with you. Yeah, they are. Um, we're just, Mm. we're better so much better for knowing y'all and Mm. just appreciate and love your family. And Mm. I can't wait to hear what God continues to do with this book and with your story Mm. and with Mm. your family. Mm. Thank you so much for, for sharing again and coming back and doing part two. Mm -hmm. Thank you for all your encouragement, Tiffany. It's, uh, you've been a cheerleader on my path and (laughs) (laughs) I am, I am grateful for it. Mm. Mm. I'm so thankful. So thankful. Mm. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, I will also be including TJ's website and her Instagram. So you can follow her, get to know more about what she's doing. Mm -hmm. And if God puts somebody on your heart or your mind that needs this truth, Mm -hmm. please share it with them too. Yes. All right, y'all. We'll see you next time on my full life Mm -hmm. and faith leaps podcast. Well, friends, thank you for joining us today on My Full Life and Faith Leaps podcast. If you enjoyed our time together and are taking away a nugget that has inspired your soul and success, would you share this episode with a loved one who could use it too? And if you haven't already, take a moment to rate and review this podcast and help me help others fuel and fulfill their faith journeys. Until next time, I'm Tiffany Jo Baker, a three-time surrogate, speaker, and strategizer who loves to help you birth your God-given dreams at home and around the world. Now go do all the things God has called and created you to do with the grace and gifts God has given you.